Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with former Ultimate Challenge MMA light heavyweight champion, champion, former Bellator light heavyweight contender, now heavyweight contender, Litton the Swarm Vassell. Litton, how are you, my man? Respect, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not being called Ultimate Challenge champion <laughs> for a time, but thank you. <laughs> I was like, what's he saying right here? Yes. <laughs> i to hype you up. <laughs> yeah. And that's our memories right there. Well, Lynn, it's an honor to have you on our show. This means a lot to me. Um, so I guess starting, we are a couple weeks now from your next fight at Bellator 254. I haven't seen on your social media you confirm your opponent. I've seen a name thrown out there. Do you know who it is? Yeah, it's Ronnie Marks. Ronnie Marks, yeah. For any um, actual post together, but it's on, it's on Instagram. Not Instagram, it's on um, Google. I actually saw a little write-up someone put up so I guess it's out there if, if you if you look you know <laughs> I, I don't have a fight poster myself so I'm a bit upset with that Bellator I want a fight poster so I can you know yeah good nice poster you gotta see myself and my, my opponent facing off so considering now like we're in a climate with COVID and everything how's training yeah. and everything been for you I, again, we haven't really stopped, to be honest. We stopped a little bit when, when it first happened. And then um, the people that were fighting had fights scheduled were a priority. A few people got tested to make sure, obviously, you know, they could go train. Once they had fought, then the rest of us were allowed in. We were getting tested, temperature checks and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'd say we'd only closed for a couple of weeks, maybe a month on and off through the whole pandemic, to be honest. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. And now you're, you know, another fight at heavyweight. Can you talk us through maybe how the training camp has changed, you know, with that jump to heavyweight? Um, you know, is there anything you're doing different in preparation for these fights, you know, as opposed to at light heavyweight? Um, no, no different. The training schedule has stayed the same. All I'm doing more is eating more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating too much, but enough to stay at my, my weight at 240. Uh, I, I, I stay there, wake up most days around about that weight. And my last fight was around that weight anyway, around 239. So I found the right weight. Again, training has pretty much stayed the same. The same schedule um, is pretty much the same every week, where we change little things. If I want to do something different, then I'll change it. But other than that, just been pretty much getting ready for for Ronnie. So train a few black belts and you know boxing, the usual the usual stuff to get me in the right mind frame, pretty much um, to get ready for fight night. So considering that this is your third fight now at heavyweight, are you starting to feel like more natural heavyweight fighter, or is you still trying to get the use of this weight class? Yeah, mate, I'm there. I felt like the first one was like a test run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's be as heavy as I can. I didn't really do much cardio. That's on me. Um, and yeah, I, I felt like I noticed, you know, I got tired in the fight. That's, that's not acceptable. So me and my coaches, my strength coach went back. We were like, you're winning the fight, but then you just got tired. So that, that all changed. And I felt like that showed in the Caratona fight. My gas tank, I know when it went around the half, 
But I felt like even in the first round, I was able to stand up with at least 15 seconds left. I was ready to go straight away. And we pretty much kept that, that same cardio, the same intensity for training up. And um, I still feel super fit. So, um, yeah, everything's going to plan, man. Like, heavyweight fight camp is the best. It really is. So, other than the cardio, like you mentioned, was there anything else that you worked on to help evolve yourself as a heavyweight fighter? Yeah, the grappling. So, I always grappled with heavy, heavy guys anyway, the heavyweights in the gym. That's pretty much the light heavyweights and the heavyweights trained together, middleweights, welterweights, and so on. It goes pretty much down, down in that order. So, I was always trained with the big boys regardless. So, again, nothing, nothing's changed. We didn't get any bigger guys or anything like that. Same team. We've had some new people in that have joined the team. But other than that, pretty much um, the same kind of um, work ethic, same, same coaches, same training partners. So speaking of Sergey Karatonov, which was your last fight. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You dominated him. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard in previous interviews, obviously the end game for you is probably the rematch with Ryan Bader for the title, correct? Oh, 1,000%. 1,000. But I'm not, I'm not looking past Ronnie first. You know, he's, he's the guy I've got to beat. And I feel like I've got to beat him in, in like, in fashion. I have to stop this guy. I don't, I don't want to go on, go to points or a close decision. I want to make a statement and, and finish this guy. Where, what parts of his game do you respect? And, and where in the fight do you feel like you'll dominate? I, I respect his ground game. He's, he's a black belt, jujitsu. Um, I respect his power in his hands, but again, like he's not faced someone like me. That, that, and that's the honest truth. Like, um, I feel like I'm the bigger, stronger guy. I feel like when I get my hands on him, he's, he's not going to understand, you know, what he's got himself into. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like his, his ground is good, but I, I'm a good ground guy. So, I, but I feel like my ground game is going to stuff, stuff his work. You know, especially the way a lot of jiu-jitsu, black zillion jiu-jitsu um, guys fight. You know, it's it's not not the same how how I how I fight. My my style's different, and I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna stop anything that he has on the ground and on the feet. Okay, so let's say everything goes to plan on December 10th, and you completely dominate him. You win in a fashionable way. So with a win over Marks, the Marquez or Marks. 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 How, like, how close do you think that brings you to a title shot? I'll say one more fight. And I feel like, you know, I'd love to be like, yeah, one, I'll beat Marks and then straight for the title fight. I feel like I've got one more fight, another big win, and then, yeah, I should get um, Ryan Bader. I, I was asked this question before, and they mentioned Tim Johnson and um, Valentina Modoski. I yeah. thought Valentina, I lost that fight. So either one of them two, and I feel like, you know, I'll get, I'll get that shot against Ryan next. Because them two are pretty much winning right now. So I don't see anyone else that that's, you know, um, with, with them kind of win streaks that I should be fighting next after I beat Ronnie Marks. So a rematch with Moldowski is something that you would definitely want. To definitely. 100%. And one thing I always find fascinating about, you know, top tier athletes like yourself is, you know, the mental side of things. And, you know, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation, just seeing how confident you are going into this fight, you know, but 
in those last few seconds, you know, when, when they shut, shut the, the door of the cage, you know, and, and that fight's about to, to start, yeah. can you talk us through what's going on through your mind, you know, what separates the good from the great and, and why you've been so great in this sport, you know, more from the mental side of things? Um, the best way to explain it is it's like a dream. It's so surreal. Like, you're pumped up, everything, but it's, it's so weird that that should just go in in there and, and actually doing it. I can't really explain it any different. Obviously, you've got the nerves, you've got the adrenaline rushing. You get punched, you don't feel it. It's not like, ow. I'd, like, I'd rather get punched than stub my toe. And again, that's, that's no lie, you know. Um, but yeah, once you go in there, I feel like all the worries go away. You start fighting and it just, you just sort of go, I wouldn't say so much autopilot, but you know what you got to do and you react to what they're going to do and stuff starts coming reaction and then you end up doing what you do because you know it's, it's drummed into and it's not till after the fight you're like what did i what did i do and until you watch it you're like oh i did do that i did do this but that's the best way i, I can explain all, all those all those feelings you're nervous you're scared you're adrenaline you know what I mean? You can't wait to fight. You've been waiting all these months to fight and put on a show and then it's over and it feels like in seconds. But it also lifetime you're in there. Yeah. Do you watch your fights as soon as they're, you know, the next day or do you, do you know, let the, let it settle in? If I can the same day, I, I can't sleep the, um, the day after the, well, the day of the fight. I've had the fight. I can't sleep. I'm, I'm up replying back to people. I'm still buzzing from the adrenaline from the fight win, lose, or draw. So, yeah, always watch it. Win, lose, or draw. Again, I, I watch the fight, see where I went wrong, see what I did do good, and um, go from there, pretty much. Something that worked, you know, I'll work on it a bit more and continue into my game. Something that didn't go too bad or too good, I'll maybe take it out or maybe work around it and see how I can perfect it or something. Yeah, are we going to say, I guess we, you know, we don't want to give anything away, but are we going to see anything new in this next fight coming up? You know, some new things you might be implementing in your game. I know you've, you've been working on, you know, the ground game, grappling. New crane kit. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Oh, wow. <laughs> nah, I mean, but you never know. I still might pull it out. No, nah, I've said it. But um, I wouldn't say necessarily something spectacular new, but yeah, obviously been working on some new things. I always feel like, you're not evolving if you don't try something new and add something into your game. So, um, yeah, you, you should see something new. Um, so, yeah, look, look out for it. Um, so I think that about covers all the questions we have. But now let's get to the, you know, nitty gritty. Of course. So your fans know how much you really love reptiles, like as myself, I do. So how are they doing? Do you have any new ones? No, no, well, no new ones, but um, my, my geckos actually laid eggs. So I've got, I've got babies, so I'm, I'm going to sell them because otherwise if I keep all the, all the babies they have, then, you know, I have no room to, to put anything. Um, and they just, ha just laid a new egg a couple of weeks ago. But other than them having babies, I, don't, I haven't actually brought any new ones. So I've still got two snakes, two ball pythons. Yeah, how big are those these days? Um, I can show you. I can show you. Oh, let's yeah, do wow. it. Yeah, I can show you. Let me, let me I imagine all, they all have names, right? Yeah. Um, 
So the big, big snake I'm going to show you, her name is Caramel. And she just ate. She just ate. It's a little in Luke's corner inside room. <laughs> She's about four and a half foot. Oh my. Oh wow. Oh, look at her. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's, that's incredible. Now, you've had to, you know, play a few pranks on some people with the snakes because I know you're not afraid of reptiles, but unfortunately, you know, half of the world seems to be. So <laughs> I, I bet you've gotten a, a couple of pretty good laughs playing a few pranks on some people. So the, the other day, one of my roommates he is terrified of snakes and what I did he went in his bedroom quick and I just came home and um, I had the reptile the, the snake um, in my room because she was a bit she was a bit sick so um, I, was, I was nursing her upstairs and, and stuff anyway so um, what I did I opened the cage door the, the glass door um, and as he came out, I was like, Kenny, how long has this been open? He's like, oh. <laughs> I've just come home and this is open, mate. Like, did, you, did you play with her? And he's like, nah, mate, nah. And he went back in his room. And I was like, <laughs> Locked the door. But, okay. but he, he, was, he was losing his mind. I mean, yeah, maybe, his mind. maybe you got to do something with your walkout for Bellator. Maybe like have it like a, in a bag, like Jake the Snake. Like Jake the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. I might have to get, um, I might have to go to the reptile shop that I'm sponsored by and get one of their Burmese pythons. They have um, some big, big snakes out there. Yeah, yeah throw it around do. the shoulder, walk down. Yeah, I had one that was 14 foot. Oh, really? Heavy. It was heavy. I was sweating. That's how big it was. <laughs> wow. I'd be like, I was like, wow, I wasn't trying to strangle me. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a big girl she was. Well, Lynn, it's been an honor to have you on our show. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. This means a Thank lot. You. Thank um, you. For those that haven't followed him already, his Instagram ad is at LDV underscore the swarm. Linton, thank you so much. Respect, boys. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, man. Respect, boys. Take care, mate. Thank you. Hey, go get some well. ass. Yeah. Yes, and whoop. Whoop it. Yes. <laughs> Take Will care. You man? <laughs> <laughs> Stop the fight!